worry. Jesus mentions worry six times in just nine verses. There's a lot of worry in this passage. And uh, parents, year 12, I imagine that there's been a fair bit of worry for you in recent times, not just trial exams, early entries and ranks. Now, I'm talking the real pressing worries. Which dress do I wear? Are these shoes right? Is the suit cut right? Is my dress going to clash with my boyfriend's mullet? (laughs) The answer to that worry, of course, is yes. Nothing goes with a mullet except perhaps a three-match ban. (laughs) But now the day is here and the worries are over, of course. The dress is ready. The makeup artist has been booked. The suit is pressed. Even the mullet's had a little wash. Tonight, you're going to sparkle in all your splendour. You're going to enjoy a carefree night of feasting and being merry. Today is your carefree day. You will rightfully celebrate today your achievements. You'll reflect on the blessings that your parents, your teachers, your community have afforded you. And while no one really wants to think much beyond today, Year 12, Mum and Dad, I imagine there are still some worries that are percolating in your minds. There are those last exams, there's ATARs, there's paying for university accommodation, of course, there's perhaps working full-time for some of you next year. And of course, you know, did I overdo this spray tan? It's going to settle down, isn't it? Maybe one more exfoliate before tonight, you never know. There are so many worries, but Jesus drills down on just two in today's passage. What are you going to eat and what are you going to wear? Now, day to day, these things might not worry us too much. We are fortunate enough to be well-fed and well-dressed. But Jesus uses these two basic necessities to enforce that whatever comes our way, it is not necessary to worry. He compares our worrisome pursuit of food to the birds. They're not stockpiling. They're not meal planning or carb counting. They're just eating what is provided for them each day by their Heavenly Father. Then there's the pursuit of clothing. Jesus compares us now to wildflowers. They're not checking what's trending. They're not following the fashion influences. They're not matching the tights with a Katmandu jacket. They're just adorned with a beauty that's greater than King Solomon, who was a resplendent royal in the Bible. He had a natural tan. Uh, But even he wasn't as fashionable as his followers. The flowers, sorry. And what is Jesus' point about all these worry-free flyers and flowers? Well, his point is that you are far more valuable than they are. The pecking order brings birds down to the ground all the time. And flowers, we know, they bloom, they brown, and then, as Jesus says, they're thrown into the fire. But won't God do much more for you than those? And it's no secret that he has done much more for you than that. He has given everything for you. He has provided everything for you. The very one whose mouth these words flowed out of originally, well, he was given for you to deliver you from your worries. Jesus came to save us from our worries because, as Jesus says, your heavenly Father knows what you need. And so seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he says, and all these things will be provided for you. Now, that's not seeking some kind of higher plane of existence where you don't eat or worry about what you wear. No, Jesus is calling us in the here and now to seek him and not to seek our worries. Worry. It's that repeated word, isn't it? And it's repeated because repeated, besetting worry, that is what Jesus is preaching against here. Having every muscle movement, brain spurt, heart lurch, set on satisfying our desires for our own comfort, that's a burden that breaks us. 
It's a pursuit that enslaves us and ultimately it achieves nothing. Who can add one moment to their life by worrying, Jesus says. But eternity, every single moment, these can be given to you if we discard our worries and seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. But we don't seek it. We all turn away from it. We are consuming ourselves with the other things that we worry about. And so that's why in love, God seeks us. His kingdom, his righteousness, they sought us out in Jesus. Jesus, who is the fullness of God, but on the cross on that dark day, cried out in empty anguish, I thirst, I thirst. Jesus, who is robed in the resplendent glory of God, but who had his clothes stripped from him and divided up, leaving him naked on the cross. In that moment, here is the one who is far more valuable than the birds and the flowers, even you and me. And in that moment, he was consumed by our selfish worrying about satisfying ourselves rather than seeking God. Friends, you 12, our worries about what we will consume, they actually consume us. They can become our gods that we worship with our time, with our thoughts, with our priorities. But isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing, Jesus asks us? You 12, you, you, the need to put food on your table and a roof over your head, don't get me wrong, those things matter. But if that's all that's waiting for you beyond these doors, well, then you probably have a right to feel a little bit shortchanged about that. I'm not saying seek Jesus so that you can just drift along and food and clothing will just fall from the sky for you. That's being careless, and you need to be careful in all things. But you can be carefree or worry-free. You can leave here today, as Jesus says, not worrying about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. That is, if you've given all your consuming worries over to Jesus, to the one who was consumed for your selfish worrying and now lives robed in glorious splendour as the risen king, well then, tomorrow has been taken care of already. Jesus has prepared a seat at the table in his kingdom which you can enjoy in the tomorrow that follows the today of this life. Each day has enough trouble of its own, Jesus concludes. The hair, the suit, the tan the job, the study, the exam. But with the tomorrow of eternity secured, you can face today with the fullness of God's kingdom and not the empty worries of this world.